Welcome back. As promised, here is my list of the top 10 worst movies of 2021. As I did with my best movies list, I'm placing an asterisk next to this one, as once again, the pandemic has prevented trips to the movie theaters from being a safe activity, and so with this in mind, I know we haven't all seen the same movies since we are not all heading out to the movie theaters to see the same national releases. I know there are plenty of movies I missed this year. Okay, let's get on with it. Without further hesitation, here is my list of the top 10 worst movies of 2021. 10. Cry Macho, probably the dullest movie I watched all year. Clint Eastwood directs and stars in this tale of a former rodeo star, Eastwood, who goes to Mexico to bring back his boss's teenage son to the States, and along the way, the two form a bond in this underwhelming buddy movie. While I am in awe of Clint Eastwood, who at 91 years old, is still making quality movies, the story here in Cry Macho doesn't do him any favors. The storytelling is muddled, and Eastwood seems to be playing a character who is much younger than 91, although the script never makes this clear. Not much to like about this one, even for Eastwood fans. 9. Fear Street, Part 2, 1978, yeah, I know. For a lot of folks, this second installment in the Netflix Fear Street horror movie trilogy was the best of the lot, but for me, it was the worst. Each part served as an homage to a particular horror movie genre, and here in Fear Street, Part 2, 1978 that genre is the Friday the 13th movies. I'm going to ruffle more feathers here as well when I say honestly that I've never liked the Friday the 13th movies and have found them all to be particularly bad. Fear Street, Part 2 does a nice job capturing the feel of these movies, but at the end of the day, it's yet another variation of teenagers at a summer camp being slaughtered in the most unrealistically gruesome of ways. If that's your cup of tea, you probably love this movie. But it's not mine. I prefer intelligence in my horror. 8. Godzilla vs. Kong, again, this is one that a lot of people really liked, but for me, even as a fan of giant monster movies, especially King Kong movies, and Godzilla movies as well, this one was simply bad. I find it difficult to understand why this movie has so many fans when its script is so weak. The human characters are all forgettable, the situation's unrealistic and uninspiring, and the dialogue is pretty poor. So, all you have left are the giant monsters in combat and even those scenes didn't do much for me. I know the argument is out there that that's how the old Toho Godzilla movies all were. That's a fair argument, up to a point. What always saved the Toho films was that Godzilla and his friends all had personality. The monsters in these modern-day versions do not. Plus, movies like King Kong, 1933, and Them. 1954, did have superior scripts. These new giant monster movies do not. Instead, the modern-day giant monster movie, mostly Godzilla and Kong these days, has been reduced to special effects only, without any interest in creating any kind of a story worth telling. 7. Coming to America, the original Coming to America, 1988, starring Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall was very funny. This sequel, in spite of the return of Murphy and Hall, is not. Next movie. 6. Tiger Tiger, this was a movie that I fully expected to like, because it was so different and quirky, with a sense of style that I thought would make it a winner. But this tale of a pair of selfless robbers who kidnap a drug addict before they all find themselves hiding out in a bizarre psychedelic city is probably better enjoyed when you're high. Seriously. The longer this one went on, 
the less sense it made, and by the time it was all over, it largely had become a wasted opportunity. No pun intended. 5. The Little Things, in spite of the presence of Denzel Washington, Rami Malek and Jared Leto this one just doesn't work. Washington plays a former detective who's called in to help with a serial killer case, and the character he plays is known for spotting the little things others miss in these cases. Trouble is, the script barely shows him doing this. Malik plays the hotshot detective who calls in Washington for help, but the choices he makes throughout the movie make him seem anything but a hotshot detective. And Leto plays the man they suspect is the serial killer. This one should have been awesome. Instead, it's a muddled meandering tale that gets worse as it goes along with a particularly weak ending. 4. Without remorse with a script by one of my favorite screenwriters, Taylor Sheridan, I fully expected to like this adaptation of a Tom Clancy novel, but instead it proved to be Sheridan's first real misfire. Michael B. Jordan plays an elite Navy SEAL who's gone rogue to solve the murder of his wife, only to find, of course, that it's all part of a larger conspiracy. What? A surprise? Yawn. And now, the drum roll please. Here are my top three worst movies from 2021. 3. Sweet Girl Hands Down, the worst action movie of the year. Jason Momoa plays a man who vows revenge against a pharmaceutical company after its business decision pulled a drug from the market which could have saved his terminally ill wife. So, hubby goes insane and plots to kill the heads of this company, who, while they are undesirable, probably don't deserve to be killed. So, there's that initial problem. But wait, there's more. There's a larger conspiracy. Of course, there always is. Plus, Momoa's character against his better judgment is constantly bringing his teenage daughter with him and training her to protect herself and be an assassin vigilante like him. And then, thanks to a bizarre plot twist, his character disappears from the second half of the movie. So, yes, you have an action film headlined by Jason Momoa, that halfway through ditches its star. Uck. 2. Madres, the worst horror movie of the year. This tale of a Mexican-American couple who moved to a new community in 1970s California that seems to have a weird sinister secret involving pregnant women, doesn't know how to get out of its own way. The film aims for a Rosemary's Baby, 1968, and The Stepford Wives, 1975, vibe but fails on both counts. This one is based on true events, and its reveal at the end is actually very good but the problem is the film tries so hard to hide this reveal with a supernatural tale that is so lame it makes the movie completely ineffective. Had the filmmakers chosen to focus on what this film is ultimately about, it would have been a far darker, more memorable movie. And now, drum roll please, the worst movie of 2021. 1. Thunder Force, by far, the worst comedy of the year. Melissa McCarthy plays a woman who inherits superpowers thanks to her scientist friend played by Octavia Spencer. They then take on the world's supervillains. Should have been funny. But it's not. Jason Bateman fares the best as a supervillain known as the Crab. Written and directed by McCarthy's husband Ben Falcone. And there you have it. My picks for the top 10 worst movies of 2021. Now, let's move on to 2022. As always, thanks for reading. Michael